He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up. They waved to their families, and they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they and then they launched. Are you kidding me? Was she reading a story to like a bunch of uh, kindergartners? That's what it feels like, right? I mean, I, so I tweeted about it this morning. Welcome to the show, by the way. Happy Wednesday to you. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Kamala Harris, your so-called vice president, again explaining things that we already know as if we are challenged individuals. Every time I mean, she she is like the slutty version of Mr. Rogers telling us shit we already know. You said disco disco sent a clip to me of Mr. Rogers last night. <laughs> it, it, but that was that was a classic though. That was a classic. But like boys, literally, it's the same thing. Boys. It's like and then it shoots into space. Like and then she cackles. The worst part is that she cackles. I just wish she would have had like an illustrated book that she. Was oh my gosh, pages, like, the the, the loud page turn, <laughs> yeah. the, the the licking the of the finger, finger lick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just don't like where we are. I don't like where we are whatsoever. I don't like that the the world looks at us, the United States of America, literally a country that once had unicorns firing out of its butthole because we're so great. And now they see Kamala Harris as the vice president explaining what astronauts do and how they ride up an elevator and an elevator, <laughs> the tanks fill with gas and they shoot into space. I love how at the end too, she's like, uh-huh, you see? Like, isn't that crazy? Like, we've been doing this for a long time. I remember watching the Challenger explode in my classroom in elementary school. We've been doing the space thing for a long time. Obviously, that was a tragic time, not you know, making light of that yeah, whatsoever. Apollo, Gemini, all those series. I mean, yeah. you got, you know, I mean, we've been doing it for a long time. And for, hey, you know what? I guess they were like, we need you to go up and fill time. <laughs> you know, because what? Maybe. <laughs> Just what say stuff. Do your is cackle that... thing. It takes time. <laughs> People are unsettled by it. They don't know how to respond to it. They've got to catch their breath. Oh, my gosh. By the it's... way, I think we should make a T-shirt with unicorn holding an American flag with flames coming out of its ass. I think that this should be. Let's do it. You, this one's coming soon. I'm a big proponent of this, guys. Look, you guys know me by now. I'm kind of a no-nonsense kind of a dude. Let's and not really do small talk. I hate small it. Talk. I don't like it. I don't like it. It, it comes with the, you know, the DB on the sleeve. It's going to be on the store soon. It's going to be at a Red Beach Nation. You need to check it out. Um, but I don't like small talk. It doesn't mean I don't like you. I just don't like small talk. We can catch up about stuff later. If someone asks you a question, give them the answer. Anyways, 
Let's not start the show that way. I don't want to be negative to start. Let's be positive. The positive thing is, is lots of people are signing up over at redvoicemedia.com, specifically redvoicemedia.com slash Drew Crew. That is where you sign up for booze and banter and other premium content that's coming. Soon we're going to have Disco's ass back out here on the East Coast. We're going to do all sorts of stuff. You're going to, frankly, you're going to see stuff you don't want to see, if, if I'm being truthful with you. Uh, I don't know what that means yet, but that's that's. Why are you giving away the secret? Now they're gonna already run away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Don't sign up. Um, no, sign up. Redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. That is the only place that you sign up. Once you go there, you don't go back there again. Then to watch it as the screen, the the image there indicated, you go to Redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. That is where you watch booze and banter. We will be there right after the show today. We will have a great time. We're going to show the entire clip of Mike Lindell's performance or appearance, we should say. Oh, well, it was kind of both, if we're being honest. On Jimmy Kimmel Live last night, we're going to talk Carrie Lake. There's lots of stuff we need to get to. Carrie Lake been referred to, referred to a criminal prosecutor for all this election stuff. So we're going to get into that stuff. That's coming up today. Today, we're going to get into plenty of stuff here. Joe, so Joe, Joe Biden's White House knew they were aware in November that the FBI not only searched it, but they asked and, and got permission to search Biden's UPenn office. So we'll talk about that. We've got CNN's ratings going down, which is amazing to see. DeSantis clapping back at Trump. Pick your side. You don't. Uh, you really shouldn't. Your side should be America and conservatives. But I'm going to show you that clip. We're going to talk about it. Biden got pissed. For some reason, he always gets so angry out of the blue. It's a dementia thing. He started yelling at people on the trail yesterday. Yet still, Schumer said you need to get on the Biden train because it's leaving the station, baby. Got to be on on Team Biden. I don't. I don't recommend it. Tons to get into today. Uh, we're excited about it. But let's get into some of this stuff here. Let's actually get into Joe yelling at people because he was speaking to a group of union workers about the good old American can-do spirit. Here's what he had to say slash yell. There's nothing we can't do. Nothing. When the hell has America ever, ever, ever set a goal that it didn't reach? When has it ever? Name me a time. Name me a time. When America's gone through a crunch and didn't come out stronger on the other side than it went in. That was aggressive. <laughs> that was, was aggr very aggressive. I mean, it seemed to come out of nowhere. We got a we got a monitor turning on here. But he sounded like Joe sounded like there. And again, he's done the, the, the bigger issue is not that he did this yesterday and he started yelling at people out of nowhere. The bigger issue is is it came out of nowhere, and he sounded like he was yelling at his caregiver to know when she was going to give him a bath. Like, he just he just lost his shit. Like, he just altogether lost his shit. And the people in the crowd, no doubt, were like, what, what in the world is going on here? Like, why is, why, how did we go from the so-called president speaking to us to now he's yelling at us? Are we supposed to yell out an answer? Like, are we supposed to respond? Like, what, like, what do we do in this situation? And it seems like he's getting frustrated that we're not responding. But it's not uncommon. Look, I, I know you guys know this. You're probably aware of this by now. I'm not a medical doctor. 
But it's still, I understand that it's not uncommon for people with dementia to act aggressively at inappropriate times. And this kind of just seemed like it felt like one of those inappropriate times where his aggression didn't match the tone of what he was saying, like literally at all. Or, you know, maybe he's thinking that he was telling the corn pop story. Remember that one? And was reenacting how he delivered the challenge line to Corn Pop. I don't know. I don't know what was happening. Either way, brain synapses just weren't firing the way they should be. And every day it becomes more obvious to us, and not just to us. Like It's important to us as the American people, as a country that's trying to keep itself together. But every day it becomes more obvious to everyone around the planet what a disaster this guy is. He is a walking disaster. He is awake for like three and a half hours a day. And he's got the nuclear coats. Disco? Yeah. Well, I I felt like it's, you know, and then we're going to have ice cream later. Like, like yeah. I felt like, okay, like, geez, like, calm down. And now what, you know, you like, give me a time when it hasn't been any better. The problem is, is we could name many of other times when it's been better. That's the issue. And then also I wanted to bring up, I was reading the other over the weekend. I can't remember which state it was, but you know the, the sign language here, you know, the interpreter there yeah. on the right? Yeah. There was some state, I can't remember if it was Texas or if it was somewhere like Detroit, but there was a woman who did it for like two years and was faking it. She, <laughs> and she got arrested over the weekend. For, That's for amazing. In the background. <laughs> And so I, 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 I'll have to find it. Maybe we can have it for Booze and Banner, and I'll read the whole article. But I just literally was like, how did she get away with this for, like, two years? That just, is that is phenomenal. <laughs> that is straight-up like, phenomenal. But then also, too, I would like to say I, I've worked with sign language interpreters before and other stuff when doing mission things and other stuff for churches and stuff. And those people work so hard because they have to listen and interpret and go. And it's incredible. But they are incredible. Lady, and, and, yeah. and none better than the ones who have to do it for Joe. I mean, I'm sure they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. There's not what a, I, I don't, there's not a, there's not a movement for that. Like, what did you just say? Yeah, no, I absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, kudos to them. Credit due where, where credit is due. Um, but I, I, we need to we need to discuss that story in Booze and Banter today. That'll be fun. We got lots to get to in Booze and Banter. Again, that's going to be in redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. If you haven't signed up, a lot of you are, which is great. You need to go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. I know it's a little confusing right now. We're figuring that all out. But there's a sign-up place. There's a watch place. We'll share some links today during the chat. That'll make it easier for you. Um, that'll be coming up probably during the, this first break here. But... So let's move on, because so so Biden goes on his tirade there, loses his mind, and then he had Chuckles Schumer, right? The 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 very Jewish senator from New York who's who's been in in office since well before we even became a country, if I if memory serves me correctly. I think it was around when the Peaky Blinders were around. Yes, around and he was, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. you know he had a, he was a pretty prominent figure back then, but. He, you know, he's one of the most loathsome figures of all the DC swamp creatures who are still alive. Again, many of them have been alive for hundreds of years, it seems. I'm being somewhat facetious, but but they've been there. But he also took to the mic to try and inspire the crowd. Listen to what Chuck Schumer said. Station. Now you can use whatever train metaphor you want, 
anyone you want, but get on the Joe Biden Express now because we are not stopping. For four years, the former president. <laughs> okay. Get on. Is he asked to play cleanup. I mean, it seems like it. Is Did it you like, hear uh, the pathetic Schumer? applause, by the way? Yeah. Like, well, exactly. It's like, well, that didn't go well with Joe Schumer. Can you go on and talk? And then you guys, interns, go out there and clap when it seems necessary. I mean, literally, I mean, it sounded like his interns or his staffers were the ones who were like, no one's woo. Like, they're like, they start clapping and doing that. Hercules, Hercules. Like, they're doing their thing. But no, I mean, no one standing behind him gave two shits about joining the Biden train. No one in the in the actual crowd who weren't paid to be there cared about it. They only started clapping after their bosses started clapping. And they always the Democrats always act like they're the party of union workers, the working class of America. But that's not true. Like I mean, history proves time and time again that is not true. They're the party that only cares about political donations from the union. And they rely on the unions, granted, to deliver a consistent voting block. So there's, I, I get that point, but like, but they're not on your side. And in return, what, you know, they get, they get these unions, a lot of, sadly, they get a lot of these unions to vote for them. But what they get in return, the unions, is, is empty promises, misery, a few crumbs of money, and the constant promises of, hey, listen, it's an election cycle. If you vote for us, if you vote for the Democrats again, we swear things will be different. I promise. This, time's, this, this time is different. We're going to do it differently. But what's even more heartbreaking about these union workers and their ties to the Democrat Party is that most of them don't have college degrees, but now these hardworking union members who bust their ass every day are going to be forced are in many cases forced to pay for gender studies degrees of people who are higher up in the liberal caste system than they are. They're pawns in the game. And honestly, I feel bad for them. A lot of them get suckered into it. Stupid. Failure. Shame on you. But a lot of them despise Democrat politicians. You, you can say whatever you want about union workers, but a lot of them are street smart, and they know in their heart of hearts the Democrat politicians look at them as scum. They, they get the game. The gig is up. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong at all. They, they look at everybody. Democrats do. And, and unless you're a politician, unless you're in their clique or their club, you're not a big politician. You're not a donor. You're not a willing pawn in the game. Like They just don't give a shit about you. The disdain that they have as a party, but also the individuals within the party for everyday Americans, it's palatable. And the only people who don't see through the smug veneer of Democrat elitism are the white wokesters who have bought into their bullshit elitist agenda. Welcome to New America. That's what we're dealing with here, folks. That's what we're dealing with. All right, let's totally transition. Let's get to question of the day. I know a lot of you are going to say, I wouldn't do this trip. I'm not doing it. Whatever. I don't know why I'm doing any kind of a weird voice right now. But the question is this. You have to answer. So just give me a straight answer. Don't give me the, don't, come on, play the game. 
don't give me the I wouldn't do that or here's why. You, I just want one of the two names that I give you as options here. We're, we're moving into this era where private space travel's happening. It could be space travel's happening because we got to leave this planet. And, and I, I don't know if I can hardly blame people for wanting to lose it. Leave it, excuse me. But you're going to space in a two-person vehicle. And you have to choose one companion. And you only have two choices. Are you riding? Getting throttled, thrust into space. With Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The tanks get filled with fuel, and you ride up an elevator. <laughs> yes. <on> a suit. <laughs> yes. Or Cackling Kamala. AOC or Kamala, what's your answer? I know it's not easy. I know you don't want to spend any time with either one, at least if things are going to get somewhat somewhat illicit or crazy. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't want to get – you know, I'm not leading you to water with, with answers. Both of them are a little bit – a little, bit out, a little bit out there in their own way. Send your responses in. We'll get to that. We're going to get to that. We're also going to get to how the White House knew, well aware, in fact approved, the FBI's search of Biden's UPenn office right before the midterms, but didn't think it was important to tell anyone. We'll talk about that. we got a lot more to get into. That's all, getting, uh, that's all coming up. Excuse me on the other side of the break. Stick around. Do you think America first when you spend your hard-earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing, vote with your wallet, and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. All right, answers coming in. The question of the day, my friends, was you're going to space. You're in a two-person vehicle, and you have to choose who your companion is. Is it AOC or is it cackling? This is more like the uh, the Gemini, right? Was the Gemini the second one with the two-seater or was it the Mercury? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. I, I don't a, remember either. I think it was the Gemini. But <laughs> you got to... Regardless of which one it is, you got to choose one. Answers coming in. Stephen Anthony says, AOC, I've just got the thing to... <laughs> I've got just the thing to put in her mouth and shut her up. Um, fair enough. <laughs> Kamala's going to compete for that, though. She's going she's gonna to get on her knees and beg. Um, AOC and duct tape, says Carol. AOC, says Judy. AOC, M. Barda. AOC, says WRM, CSM. A oh, my... <laughs> D. Donner, oh my God, Drew, how could you do that? I know the questions. Sometimes they're just meant to really put you in a pickle, uh, a pickle that Kamala would love. AOC says, Ginger Fear, I would hurt Cam Cam. Texas Panhandle, AOC. Feathercatcher going Cam Cam, the first Cam Cam of the day. First Cam Cam of the day. AOC, I won't be talked to like I'm a three year old, says Jill. On the other hand, Cam Cam is a bit heavier, hoping she may cook a good meal for me. Is there an eject button? <laughs> is there an eject button, says you? No, there's no eject button. You're stuck with one of these two people in an intergalactic 
moment, moments. Um, who would you choose, Disco? See, I, I, I would have to go AOC, and it's not any dirty way at all. I feel like I just the whole time I'd be like, yeah, what, uh huh? Like I would just be egging her on, <laughs> like I want, uh, tell me more, you know, just, uh, just to like, it just to make her feel like she's making a difference when really she's just, you know, she's creating the CO two problem with how much she's talking. Yeah. You know. Hundred percent, though. But I mean, if you're gonna have to mate at some point, that's probably the better choice. Um, I, obviously, the question is set up. You don't have a good choice. I, I, to to me, it comes down to they're both so dumb and incapable of coherent thought. But Kamala's cackle puts her out for me. Like I just can't be around that. I, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it would make me want to punch her. No, <laughs> like, like I'm not- I'm trying to break the window if there is a window in said space vehicle to get <laughs> She's out. She's cackling. She looks over and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to open the door. Dang it. <laughs> I guess here's the problem though. I don't. I'm not a space guy. I mean, maybe if the window's broken, it sucks you out, and then she gets sucked back. And you're floating through space, and she's cackling behind you. I don't know. Maybe that's a horrible. Well, I mean, I mean, you would you would implode within minutes. I mean, like they're, they're okay. Be, perfect. Then know. I'm gonna stick with my decision. Yeah, I'm okay with imploding at that point. Because yeah. um, it's a vacuum and it's 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 not fun. Yeah, doesn't sound fun. The situation doesn't found sound fun. Uh, Donna says, "God bless America. Pray for God's intervention." 100 percent, Donna. We're gonna need it. I mean. We've got a broken planet with a bunch of broken humans running around, screwing everything up. There's only one person who can fix this, and it's definitely not us. Uh, All right, everyone hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're so grateful you're here. Please continue to engage in the various chat platforms. All of that helps. It goes a long way with the algorithms. And then make sure, most importantly, make sure you're subscribed to the platform. If it's Rumble, you go and you click subscribe. If it's Facebook, follow the page. Get or you know, follow the page. All of Twitter, follow the page. You name it. You 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 get how to do it. You're on the platform, so please do that. All of it helps a whole hell of a lot. Let's get into you know, uh, F, uh, F News. Uh, definitely brought. It, it's a vacuum, so you wouldn't hear it. Sound doesn't travel in space, so it would. It would there you go. That's 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 a good point. I should have I should have known that before I created this. That's outside of the outside of the capsule. Outside, outside of the, the capsule. capsule. Okay. Inside the capsule, you would definitely. So if you had to go on a date with Kamala, you'd say, I want to take you to space. It's going to be so romantic and magical, and I don't have to listen to you. Without a capsule. We're, yeah. we're going to do a spacewalk. And yeah, you can't talk until it's... we do the spacewalk. And, and comms will be shut off. And you can't have a helmet. No, you don't and... tell her comms are turned off. You just say, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. It. <laughs> why, are you why are you cutting the tether line? Don't worry about it. It's okay. Um, all right, so FBI agents searched the, the UPenn Biden Center in November, right before the midterms. We've talked about how some of this stuff was known before, right? And it happened to be at the same time in the midterms, but they searched, the FBI searched Biden's office right before the midterms, after Biden's attorneys, personal attorneys, discovered a handful of documents with classified markings on them. What's confusing to me, just as a side point about this whole story, it's a big story. It needs to be addressed. It needs to be discussed. We've talked about it a lot. We'll continue to talk about it, no doubt. What's confusing to me, though, is why Biden hired his personal attorneys as essentially a moving company. That, uh, isn't that kind of weird? 
Like, hey, we got to move out of here. Attorneys, go. Like, attorneys cost a lot per hour. Like, maybe hire, like, two dads and an ugly son or something like that. Like, one of those companies. Like, do like I, I don't I don't quite get that. It's two guys in a truck. Two guys in well, a truck. Well, I'm just making yeah. up our own company. Like, maybe we're going to have oh, okay. two guys and an ugly son. I don't know. Let's not let's not rule it out. Yeah, but you always have to have a plan B. <laughs> you gotta have a plan B. But isn't it weird, right? Like we're moving, attorneys go. Like, like. Well, I mean, I guess I, I, like to to you know, I didn't read the article, but if they're saying that's who was moving the stuff, I can understand sending them to search for you know, make sure that the stuff that you know no one else should be seen, you know, they they can handle that stuff. I get it. But like, yeah, they're the only ones who who were stated in this that that was over there helping. Me. It, it it doesn't make sense. You yeah. wouldn't do that. It's just weird. I I, I get it. there are some reasons for, but it's just it's just weird. But <laughs> the dates on the documents, as we've discussed, would have been from Biden's time as <coughs> excuse me vice president. And just to be clear, we've we've addressed this. Lord knows how many times. But a vice president cannot declassify anything. It's a senior role. It's an quasi, I don't even know if it's important, but it's, it's a senior role. Let's, let's call it that, right? But they can't declassify anything. And it doesn't matter what Whoopi Goldberg says. She's wrong. And there was no search warrant with this, as we're hearing now. No search warrant involved. CNN was remarkably not alerted. There was no, like, middle-of-the-morning raid with cameras there. Which just further proves, which we know, everyone knows here, if you're in this audience, you're smart. But there's, there, there's different sets of laws and procedures for Republicans and Democrats. It's just, it's, it's glaringly obvious. Well, remember how Pelosi got very upset when Trump didn't alert her in the middle of the night that he was sending a, a strike team or missile over whatever it was. Remember, yeah, he, remember sent that? A missed, he killed Soleimani. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and, and I know like the, the transition was happening, but I believe she was still speaker when all the, when this first happened, like the vote hadn't happened for McCarthy. So where's the outrage on that? Why right. Don't you guys alert me. What, you know, what's going on? Yeah. But, but no, they're on the same team. Everything's fine. It's okay. We're fine. Right. You know, but yeah, it's. It, <laughs> I, I just love the fact that it's they did it during, but oh, let's not release it until later because now it doesn't matter. Yes, right. it does Mid, matter. Midterms are it over. Doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter now, and it's and, and it's going to matter, and it should matter, but it, it should tell yeah. people a lot. Larry Cox on Facebook says Trump paid hush money to a prostitute. I looked, Larry. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know where you're coming from in life, bro. But this show is not about Trump. This show is about America. And pretty much everyone who goes into D.C., and I don't know this to be true about Trump or not, but everyone who goes into D.C. has whores left and right, prostitutes left and right. I don't know if you do. I don't know what you do in your spare time. But, like, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. I I, I love the people who come in here and think that we're just talking all about Trump all the time. Like, watch the well, damn show. And, we don't and do hey, that. Every, every human being will always let us down no matter what. It's, Absolutely. That's just life. That's just life. So you putting your... <clears throat> All, all your marbles or all your eggs in that basket for one person like Trump or DeSantis, whoever it is, like they're going to let you down at one point. You just have to be willing to be okay with it at the end of the day. hundred percent. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and again, they tried to pull the whole thing when Trump was talking about uh, with Billy Bush, you know, they're like, Oh, this is going to get like, no, at that point, no one cared. They're we're not like, electing no, we... a, a priest. We're, we're yeah. electing a leader who, 
who has the right mindset to lead the country, and and they probably have some some demons in their closet like we all do. Like oh, we and all there's do. people who were not outraged with the whole Monica Lewinsky thing in Bill Clinton. They yeah. were like, well, whatever. Yeah, you know, and, and what a like... waste of a cigar! You don't put that in there. You you smoke. <laughs> I I've had two cigars today. They were delightful, and I'm sure Larry wants me to die from it. But 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 they're but they're but they're great. They're good. Anyways, let's move on. Let's let's move on. Um, getting back to the search. Between 25 and 30 documents with classified markings have now been recovered from Biden's possession. Have been turned over to the National Archives, the Justice Department, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so we're clear because, again, we've talked about this a lot. The, the media keeps trying to play this game because they hate Trump like Larry does so much. They play this game where, well, this it was this amount versus that amount. That doesn't matter. It matters in terms of the fact that both, you know, any individual who takes class. Trump had it cleared with, with people where the location was was cleared, which is a, a distinguishing factor. But any person in any scenario, forget it's Trump and Biden. If two people take classified out, two people have broken the law, the rules, and the regulations. Period. End of story. If it, if it was not approved. The difference is, though, you, or the reason I should say that you can't play this numbers game is because it has to do, you've broken the law already. If you're wrong, so everyone's wrong. But then it comes down to what's in, in the documents. And also... A document is not necessarily like a single page, or we're not talking a three-by-five note card here. It doesn't, doesn't mean that 25 to 30 documents could be loads of pages, loads of information, techniques, tactics, and procedures, which is the main things that we try to protect in the national security environment and the intel community, all of that. So, And that's a, that's a big deal here, right? So again, in this case, if we're just boiling it down in the simplest of terms— Joe Biden is and was wrong. And it looks like, based on the amount of places that have had classified documents discovered in, he is and has been wrong for a long time. He has been reckless and careless. Whether he's done it intentionally or not, <clears throat> frankly, doesn't matter. It, it, it does, because if he's using it to expand his power, his reach, his influence, and his family's influence, then that's the next tranche. But at the very base level, he's wrong. He's 100% wrong. Then it gets to, why did you do it? And then more importantly than all of that, what is in there? What has been shared? What has become vulnerable? Sources, methods, you, you, know, you name it, whatever that is. And we don't know that. We don't know what's in those classified documents. We didn't, well, interestingly enough, have documents laid out in the floor like they were at Mar-a-Lago this time. Yeah, of course. But also, too... Um... Uh, you know how, like, Democrats have been changing the definitions of everything lately. Well, one mm -hmm. thing that I've been noticing lately is, is that local news stations across the nation here, if they support Biden and all that stuff and they're all about it, they're like – they have articles. Vice presidents are allowed to declassify, you know, uh, d those documents. And it's like, okay, you guys, you guys are – like, if anyone's getting spewed for misinformation, it's definitely not us. It's got to be the people here that are trying to back him up and everything's okay. I've, I've seen reports and I've watched videos on it. And it's like, you guys don't understand how this works if, if this is what you're pushing as news. Right. You know, and it, it, so that's the hard part. Now we have uh, conflicts here with people telling different things when it's like, no, you just go back and look at the, like how it's set up. But they're like, no, 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 this is fine. This is okay. So if they're changing the definition, that's fine. But I also saw that, 
the archive, uh, the, the National Archives have been now hitting up any other VPs that have been alive or still alive or families having to search their homes, make sure they don't have. Any. <laughs> Wait a minute. We haven't <laughs> like, checked in on any of this stuff. Yeah. So so it's like they're literally going after like families, even though they might be passed away or they're going to other families and be like, can we see their personal effects by any chance? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, oh, so now they're playing cleanup. Now yeah. they're playing cleanup. Yeah. Yeah, 100% they are. Look, at the end of the day, our government is broken. It just is. It's too big to monitor itself. People are always like, well, how are they going to enforce this new thing or that new thing? They're not. They can't. It is, Guys, I, I, I was fortunate to work in the upper echelon. I'm not saying it to boast. I, I just was fortunate to work in the 1% the, the community who actually does missions overseas, actually has access to classified stuff that no one else has access to. I can tell you, and I, I don't have access to all of it, but I can tell you that on the highest end, on the A-team, how broken it is. And what everyone else sees, what's forward-facing to everyone else, is not even like the D or the F-team. It is, it is, I don't know what they are. It's like a, it's like a school for special people. It's not, it's just, it's not good. Like, we, we're, we're not well-positioned to be efficient and functional and all the things there. But all that, all that to say, all that to say, we got to take a break. Trump has been going after DeSantis. I think it's a horrible move. I've said that. I've made that clear. DeSantis finally clapped back. Also, CNN sucks ass. Their ratings, worst in nine years, if I'm, if, if, if I'm remembering correctly. We'll talk about that. We've got a couple other odds and ends that we want to button up before the end of the show today. That's all coming up. Stick around. Big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop! Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Hey guys, it's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than we've faced in a long time, if not ever. And the most important advice I can give you and your loved ones is to be prepared. Most people realize they need something way too late in the event of a disaster, be it a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones as you adjust to whatever crisis you're facing and develop a strategy. And thankfully, Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. With Heaven's Harvest, you're not only supporting a pro-America Christian companies that shares your values, but you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your own foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. Right now, go to heavensharvest.com and use promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, to save.
All right, we got plenty more to touch on before we head over to Booze and Banter, which, again, will be at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. That is where you watch. If you have not signed up, plenty of you still need to do it. You go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. Again, then you watch at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. We'll share it in the thread, uh, the different chat threads again here before the show is over. But on Tuesday, yesterday, Big D, Heavy D, whichever, whichever acronym or, or name we're going with, Ron DeSantis, Florida's governor, America's governor, hit back at former President Donald Trump for his criticism. And there's been a lot of criticism of, of DeSantis from Trump lately, which, again, I think is bad for the party. I don't care if you prefer Trump over DeSantis. That's fine. I don't care if you want someone else over those two. I, I kind of do. But it's not good for the party to have our, our own attacking each other. But he criticized DeSantis for his handling of COVID in 2020. DeSantis had this to say about it. I roll out of bed. I have people attacking me from all angles. It's been happening for many, many years. And if you look at the good thing about it, though, is like if you take a crisis situation like COVID, you know, the good thing about it is when you're an elected executive, you have to make all kinds of decisions. You've got to steer that ship. And the good thing is, is that the people are able to render a judgment on that, whether they reelect you or not. And I'm happy to say, you know, in my case, not only did we win reelection, we won with the highest percentage of the vote that any Republican governor candidate has in the history of the state of Florida. <laughs> we won by the largest raw vote margin, over 1.5 million votes, than any uh, governor candidate has ever had in Florida history. And in fact, we almost doubled the previous record, which I think was like 780,000 vote margin. And so what I would just say is uh, that verdict has been rendered by the people of the state of Florida. All right. So there it is. And look, I don't know. I, I don't know DeSantis personally. I don't know. his. I know maybe some of his people personally, but I don't know if he's going to run for president or not. But Trump sure seems to think that he is. And Trump sees him as the main competition, which if he were to run, he is. And that's why Trump has given him a nickname and keeps taking jabs at Big D, which, again, I like both of them. I think this is bad for America. I think this is bad for the conservative movement writ large. But as a Floridian, I can tell you, and I tell you all the time, that Ron DeSantis kept Florida open, opposed jabs for jobs, repealed mask mandates, has, has opened schools up, as, or he did open schools up as quickly as possible, is now protecting schools from all this woke nonsense through legislation. He kept monoclonal antibody clinics open until until Biden came in and shut them all down in early 2021 for, for what was essentially political revenge, by the way. That should tell you something right there. And it just as a side kind of like tangent or whatever, monoclonal antibody clinics were working and since they were working so well, it, it is for that reason the Biden regime had to get rid of them because they needed to keep forcing useless and potentially fatal vaccines on the American public. Remember, remember how hard, hard, I'm making up a word, how hard the media came after Florida and Ron DeSantis when statistically speaking, things were working, things were going 
in the right direction in Florida, and they couldn't have that because Florida was being free. Florida was living free. Florida legislation was saying under Ron DeSantis, <clears throat> we're not going to tell you not to go to school. We're not going to tell you you can't go to work if you don't do this, that, or the other. We're just going to say, be adults. Let's go. The science tells us we're okay. And they hated that. So they literally took revenge by taking away a, 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 a treatment that people needed. And that's important to, to recognize. Anytime the government takes away something that's working properly, you know it's not about health at all. Or they would have kept it going. They would have expanded it, in fact. It's about government control. But getting back to DeSantis, tangent over. He, like Trump, is keeping all the promises he made on the campaign trail. There's a reason everyone loves DeSantis. He's sticking to his guns. He's not afraid to take on, take on Marxist revolutionaries, all these woke people on the left who are trying to change anything and everything about our American way of life. And I think I mean, the, the more that Trump singles out DeSantis, tries to pick a fight with him, the more of a threat that Trump thinks Ron is. And if, if Ron, if I'm Ron, you know, there, we talked yesterday about constitutional carry. Like, what else can he do to keep this trend going the right way? Constitutional carry would be a great thing. It seems like that's going to happen. And if he keeps plugging along with wins like that, keeping his promises to Floridians, doesn't get too involved with taking the bait and engaging with Trump, it's going to drive Trump and his people insane. It just will. Like, we know Trump. Again, I like Trump. But it's going to drive him insane. And I think it's the best move. If you're if you're Ron DeSantis right now, or if you're a Ron DeSantis advisor or someone on his team, or if he's listening to the show, what I would say is, hey, listen, man, you're killing it. You're doing great. I can't I can't speak to why you're doing what you're doing, who's who's in your corner coaching it, you know, coaching you to do it, or if you're just doing it on your own. But whatever you're doing, keep doing it and do not. Under any circumstances, do not take the bait and get engaged in this. Because even if, look, again, even if you're more on the Trump side than the DeSantis side, you don't want these two going at it back and forth. It's not good for the party. It's not good for this country. We have a slim to none you know, chance of winning the 2024 election or any major election moving forward because of where we are just in terms of the broader state of our country writ large. So if you think that us infighting is going to help, it's not, it's certainly not. And if you're an up-and-comer like Ron is, you you need to play this smart. Keep things close to your chest. Not Don't get engaged in this stuff. Just keep doing what you're doing. Maybe you run now. Maybe you run in 2028. Maybe you never run. I don't know. But, but keep doing what you're doing. And that's that's... That, that's my, my thoughts on this. Well, yeah, I mean, and publicly, DeSantis has never actually, I mean, unless I've, I've missed it, he's never talked about that he's going to run. No, so no. Unless, he's... Behind, unless behind closed doors, he's talking with his team, and somehow Trump's team found out about it. But even still, if, if like, after something like that, like, if that were to have come out, like, if I, if this would have been something between you and I, and you posted something like, well, I don't know if Disco should do this, I, I would call you and be like, I ain't running, man. Like, yeah. I'm staying in Florida. Like, I would hope that would be something on his, you know, maybe we should reach out to them and say, look, I'm trying to get my job done here in Florida. I've said I'm not going to leave for a while, and I'm planning on not leaving unless he's actually planning on running. And then, 
you know, like, or, or publicly come out and say, Hey, I support uh, Donald Trump for his running. You know, I back him up and every like do that, you know, and show that, Hey, he backs him up, but we haven't seen anything from him like that yet. So it's kind of this unknown area. Right. Kind of like, you know, what's going to happen. It is. Well, and there's, there's lots of great comments that you guys are sharing on all the different platforms. Steven says, I like them both too. It's like when your parents fight. Absolutely. It's like, why are you guys doing this? Stop. We're better than this. We're a team. You two in particular have been a great team. Stop it. Think of what's best for the family, or in this case, the country, which is which is which is a big deal. Carolyn says, I think it's all a plan, Drew. It could be. Look, it could be. If it is, I think it's being poorly executed. Because again, you've got two rock star candidates. And Instead of unifying the party and rallying around the party, they're tearing the party apart. And really, I think Trump is when it comes to Trump and DeSantis in particular. You know, and I'm not even including the rhinos and establishment types, the people who support Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney and spend all their times, you know, at, at gay nightclubs. Like that's I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about the people who are true true as we all kind of view them conservatives and and patriots that's that's what i'm talking about um but anyways let's move on we're going to talk plenty about that we've got two years to talk about it in fact but cnn viewer we've talked about this a lot but it's just i just got to bring it up we'll try and do this quick we've got a clip we're going to play from oan but viewers are bailing from cnn faster than like a load of illegal aliens jumping out of a pickup truck this was a report from OAN we'll discuss real quick and then we'll toss it to break before our last segment. Below 450,000 during prime time. This is the lowest number in nine years. CNN got 93,000 viewers in the 25 to 54 demo, which is extremely important for ad revenue. In the week of January 16th through January 22nd, the network had some 444,000 viewers during prime time, a number that CNN has not seen since May of 2014. CNN CEO Chris Licht has taken actions to increase ratings by launching a morning show with Don Lemon, Poppy Harlow, and Caitlin Collins as host. However, though, reports say the new show is not bringing in new viewers and CNN may even begin to lose their legacy viewers as well. <laughs> so rough, right? Rough stats for them. I mean, it's been bad. It's been bad for a while. And keep in mind, things were bad even when CNN had the airport contract where everyone was forced to watch them. You're waiting for your gate. And if you're flying United, you've been delayed 62 times. If you're in Newark, you've probably... You're probably still in Newark, stuck at the airport. But from 2015 all the way up to the FBI-sponsored riots of January 6, 2021, more than half of the country fell into Trump derangement syndrome. They just did, right? We all know people who fell there. There's people who come to the show every day in chat and are so focused on Trump, despite the fact that we, we really don't talk to him or talk about him that much here. They fell into the Trump derangement syndrome. But you know who is the biggest casualty of Trump derangement syndrome? I don't know if you can point a finger at anyone more than CNN. They, they got crushed. Once Biden was installed into office, CNN was finished. They got a night. They've been firing people left and right. People who, who were bringing in weak ratings, even so only just on trashing president Trump. And, and since he's been out, the ratings have it's just gotten worse. People have turned their TVs off, grabbed their children, started going to drag shows. That's like the new thing now. You take them, take them to those things. 
But see, I mean, literally, CNN's ratings are falling faster than Japanese fighter planes over Midway. Like, they're, it is not going well there, even with Licht in charge. <laughs> you like well, that reference? It, yeah, that was a good reference. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, the heart, you know, the thing is, is the ratings were already falling. And then they didn't pull from the airports. It was like their contract was over, right? Right. Or, yeah. yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah this, this this isn't good. We don't want it. Yeah, and and then like it, it, it you know, so then they remember they used that as a as a well, it's you know our numbers have dropped, but we're not in airports anymore. They were trying to like, but then we've just seen this steady decline, this this steady fall. The numbers keep going. They can't they can't fall back on the air airline thing anymore. They can't no. do it. The airport thing they can't, and they're grasping for straws. And it's funny to see it, especially like remember Don Lemon came went on what is this. The Colbert Show or whatever, and it was like, well, you know, CNN has never been and isn't uh, liberal, you know. <laughs> like, yes. Why are you having him speak up for yourself? Stop it, stop it. And I think it was a Project Veritas one. This was back when Trump was was running. You had the guy who was running CNN at the time was like, I don't care what if you got to make up stories. We want to we want to slander him. Just you know, all like around the clock, Trump, 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 like and just we just slander him just so he doesn't get voted in. And it's like, how was that still? How like when that got leaked? How was any cable network being like, yeah, we should keep CNN? Like here he is, caught on tape saying yeah. these things. Yeah. Well, yet, I mean, nope. they've they've got the big machine on their side, which helps them. But it's it, it really is. It's astonishing the amount of stuff they've been caught in. You know, it's no surprise their ratings are are where they are. It's no surprise their their financials are where they are. It's just it's a disaster. The network they literally took all their chips and shove them in on the I hate Trump and I hate conservatives train. And not just not just Trump. I get Trump can be a divisive figure. They went in all in on, on conservatives and people who support this country. And, and they lost, and they're losing big time. I mean, literally, think about it. They fired you know Cuomo. They fired um, Lemon. They moved Lemon. They fired Stelter. They fired all these people. They moved Stel uh, Lemon to a morning show with two white women. The only reason, and that's gotten, gotten crushed. The only reason he's still there is because he is a black gay man. Like, I, that sounds mean and cruel, but it, it's just true. Like, you can't fire the black gay man. So he's still there, but he's just getting moved around. Like, where do we put you now? Because all of your shows suck. The ratings are awful. And they're awful across the entire board. Like, they're just, they're just terrible. And with their ratings going down, what's going to be interesting is, and this this actually provides a segue. We'll skip this break because we got we got to hustle here. Is they without ratings, without viewers, their advertising dollars go down. You know, even all these big pharma companies who want you to get the jab and then myocarditis are are having trouble justifying spending it when there's no one watching CNN. Which brings me to this ad because this is one of the weirdest ads I've ever seen. Have you guys seen this new Martha Stewart ad? for COVID boosters. Take a look and then we'll discuss. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got the new updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it. I mean, what the hell was that? That's one of the weirdest ads I've ever seen. I like how it's like it's, it, 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 the booster got an upgrade, like 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 it's an iOS upgrade. 
Oh my I mean, Martha God. Stewart in a like, look, I, I think there could be some interesting value there having Martha Stewart sharpening a samurai sword using it if there's if there's maybe a different end use or product that that's being used. Like, but for a vaccine to push a booster for a vaccine that, by the way, has all sorts of issues and problems. You've probably seen a few headlines about said issues and problems lately. You've maybe even seen it on TV. But when you when I first saw it, I, I didn't know where it was going. Like, what the hell is this? This all right? She does some interesting stuff. She's like friends with Snoop Dogg. She's all like all these things. Like, where is this going? And then all of a sudden, it goes the direction it goes. And all of a sudden, she's showing a bandaid on her shoulder. It that was awful. That was just straight up awful. And I I try to hold my standards to. Martha Stewart's old magazines before she went to prison and, you know, her cleanliness and how a kitchen should look and how a room should look. It's like, was that how Martha Stewart would do it? Then we're not doing it. But she lost me there. She lost me there. All right. I was going to get into... I was going to get into... Um, Maybe we'll have time in booze and banter. I don't know. We have a, a little bit of a shorter booze and banter day, but we still do have booze and banter, which is going to be at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. Um, I was going to get into, there's these animal, animals that are disappearing at the Dallas Zoo. Like some monkeys disappeared this week, but they're not the only ones that have been disappearing. It's like the, the movie Madagascar or something is happening in real time and people are, I, I, actually, I don't remember if I even saw that, but it sounds right. So I'm going with it. But they're, they're disappearing. Maybe we'll have time to get into that in Booze and Banter. We are, without a shadow of a doubt, going to show you Mike Lindell's scene and appearance on Jimmy Kimmel Live last night. We're going to talk about Carrie Lake, who's been referred for criminal prosecution. All that's coming up. Tom's going to join us. That's going to be on Booze and Banter. Redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew to sign up. Redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB to watch. We hope to see you there. If we can't, we'll see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.